This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Since 1992, Sea Week has brought us events that uh, celebrate uh, the sea, New Zealand's annual National Week. Joining us on the line now to talk about how Sea Week will be celebrated in this part of the country is Tamlin Summerford. Tamlin, Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, Jeff, thank you so much for having me this morning. First of all, it's um, um, a really good um, thing that we're able to talk about Sea Week events at all. Obviously, events in general have been a difficult thing to coordinate over the last couple of years. Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of people can relate to the troubles of trying to get events to work and um but it's you know it's given us an opportunity to do a lot of online stuff as well which um has been good too so we've still been able to connect with people over this time tell us about who um is coordinating the events here locally and uh, and what your role in it is yeah so i'm um primarily involved with the new zealand marine studies center part of the marine science department so we're doing a bunch of events um, over Sea Week between the 5th and 13th of March. Um, but I know that we've got some other events happening um, in Otago with the Dunedin Public Libraries and we've got Lead the Way as well um, doing an event on the 11th of March. Well, walk us through what Sea Week is going to look like in this part of the country. Yeah, so we're, there are going to be... Um, in-person events happening. So the study centre on the 5th of March, we're kicking off Sea Week uh, with a in-person event at Tomahawk Beach. So we're really excited about this event because it's the launch of, or the first time that we're officially using a new resource, um, our Signs of the Sea. So this is a coastal care workshop and this is part of our 2022 community program powered by Westpac. So it's our second year providing this program and we're getting to launch this um, new resource. So the resource is meant to be a resource that is really easy for teachers and families um, to use when they're doing walks along their local shoreline or around the coast. Um, and it's a bunch of short little activities that, yeah, are fun and get people enthusiastic and in touch with the Moana. Part of that opportunity also to engage with the Marine Metered Squared um, uh project which we've talked about in past years that's uh, a chance to to really focus in and gather some great data for citizen science projects yeah exactly so we're wanting to tie together our new signs of the sea resource which is all about looking at tohu or signs in our environment and seeing what they can tell us about the house or what's changing over time and the marine meter squared program is on is a national citizen science program which has been doing that for many years and so bringing these two projects together and getting people hands-on and getting experience and a few different skills um, is something that we really love to do so that will be awesome as well so if people want to take part in that event how does it work so we are, it is a free event, but we are taking bookings. So you can find us um, on Facebook, Marine Science Otago. So we have had a little rebranding. So if you're looking for New Zealand Marine Studies Centre on Facebook, we're now Marine Science Otago. You can book through there or you can find us on Humanitics as well. If you just look us up as New Zealand Marine Studies Centre, you can book through there. All right. What else have we got going on through Sea Week? Another thing that is happening, which is free and is targeting um, the schoolyard is the Great Gull Count. So there's a project happening with the Albatross Colony um, looking at red-billed gulls, which are a threatened um, 
Taonga species in Aotearoa. And you will know that there's some spots around, especially in Otago, where there's heaps of gulls, but there's some spots where there's not a lot of gulls. So this project is looking at why, um, what spots are hot spots for gulls and actually how can we protect them because they are a species that is really important to our local ecosystem. Um, and so the Great Gull Count is happening between the 7th and 11th of March and all it requires is um, kids and teachers in their schoolyard to have a look throughout the day at what gulls are in their yard. If you've got no gulls, that's great too because that's still data for the project. Um, so this is a free event and you can sign up through the Albatross Colony. So you can look, um, find all these events on the Sea Week website as well. Just another example of um, people in the community being the eyes and ears for some important research. Uh, and there's been so much of this really helpful data generated over the past few years, particularly around you know, the, the National Bird Count, and this is another example of that. Yeah, exactly. And if you're wanting to find out more about the Great Gull Count, if you're a teacher or you're a parent that has kids that are really excited about birds and conservation, then you can come along to the Otago Museum um, on the 7th of March, on Monday, between 6 and 7 p.m., there's a talk happening about the project and about how you can get involved with the Great Gull Count. So that's at the Hunter Theatre at the museum. And again, all of these events um, that are in person, you need to register for, but they are free. Um, it's just to um, keep that social distancing and the numbers. Um, yeah. Tamlin, you mentioned that part of Sea Week would be celebrated online. Tell us more about that. Yes, so we've got a online event happening on the 11th of March at lunchtime. So that's one of our Eyes Underwater live streams with our um, underwater remote operated vehicles. So we'll be streaming that on our Facebook. And that is, again, an event that people can just drop into um, online, check out what we're doing. We're just going to be exploring off the Portobello coastline again. The theme is Find the Fins. So we are going to be looking for fish and we've got um, one of our postgrad students will be joining as well who studies triple fins so that will be really fun to get some of her expertise and insight while we're exploring under the water there. Anything else going on online Tamlin? Um, so there are some talks happening so there's a bunch of talks um, there's actually an online section on the Sea Week website. So if you click on that, you can see all of the online events happening. Um, we've got some talks happening, specifically Fishes for Future happening on March the 10th. So this is a webinar that's happening. It's looking at um, ways and insights into establishing more holistic ways to manage and restore coastal environments, um, including Indigenous and local knowledge. So that's a webinar to definitely check into. Um, on the 10th of March. So you're talking about the national website there, seaweek.org.nz? Yep, that's the one. All right, and uh, in terms of what's going on locally, where else can we keep our eyes and ears open to find out more? Yeah, so just keep an eye on the Seaweek website. The um, talk that's happening on March 7th is one that's kind of just popped up, so there are new events coming out all the time. Um, Seaweek also have a Facebook page, they've got Instagram and the Study Centre, if you find you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook under Marine Science Otago. Um, so there's some good places to keep an eye out. Brilliant stuff. Well Tamlin Summerford, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on the Awesome Morning Show to preview Seaweek. Uh, as you have heard, there's opportunities for you to get out and, and engage with citizen science and there are other events online that you can engage with as well. Check out the website seaweek.org.nz Go well Tamlin, all the very best for Seaweek. Kia ora Jess, thank you so much.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.